Hello and welcome everyone to a new episode of Rise by Design. And today I'm so happy to have with me Zlata. We connected uh, on Instagram and I fall in love with her. And Zlata, she's a serial entrepreneur, she's an identity strategist, uh, and she's also the founder of a robotic company. So she's a very multi-passionate, multifaceted uh, woman, and I love that. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's a pleasure and a joy. And I'm also falling in love with all your content. So we're like <laughs> mutual fangirling on one another. And exactly. <laughs> so, you know, as we were talking before, like, um, I really love your work. And then we are going deeper into, you know, your content and what you can give to the audience. But you know that I'm obsessed with human design and jinky. So, are you familiar with human design? What is your type? Uh, have you ever had your chart read? That's a, I have a really interesting story with Gene Keys. Mm -hmm. uh, human design, I know I'm a generator by human design and I'm very much a responder. Uh -huh. Respond to everything that's happening around me, respond to things. And, you know, I, I, I recently started using it a lot more in business and in business strategy and really understanding that sitting there and going to get something is really not my jam and if anything it just it it just is this ball of anxiousness that's sitting there and wondering why nothing is working and <laughs> i've uh really been choosing to do a lot more content and my first company was built on producing a ton a ton of content with a podcast and a book and a training program and all the funnels and all the schmunnels and you name it so it's very much, it's very accurate. The Gene Keys story is very interesting because mm -hmm. on my very first uh, ayahuasca retreat that I went to, we were there for 10 days and it's like no food, no cell phone, no nothing. Wow. And uh, that was the book that I picked up, right? Like some light reading while you're on a spiritual retreat, <laughs> the Gene Keys. <laughs> so, and I thought it was also very accurate. I, I, uh, I likely get to come back to Gene Keys soon. And human design is definitely something I'm diving in more into. And of course, with you, we, we already have our eyes set on each other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So totally. Like, uh, I feel that when we, you know, I'm a manifesting generator, you're a generator. When we actually discover, oh, wow, I'm supposed to respond and just let life and things come to me instead of searching and pushing. Wow. It's like taking a deep breath and like oh you know I'm just supposed to be my bliss have fun and uh, having things show up in my field and then decide what I want to respond to because it doesn't mean that if it that is show up we have to say yes yep that's correct and that's that's what I'm learning this year this is the this is the 2020 vision <laughs> not everything is a yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> So tell us, you have a very like a special, interesting story. So tell us a little bit more about your, you, your story, how you started oh, in the online space, because I know you were one of the first pioneers. Well, I was the OG. <laughs> I, I love to claim my OG status of the online space before anybody knew like an online coach was. I love <laughs> that. <laughs> so it's interesting because my story, you know, I can 
my story is a story inside a story. It's kind of like eating a five course meal. So I'll make it brief. So hopefully we don't get too stuffed. I moved to the States when I was 16 and I did not speak a word of English. It mm. was a, it was a very interesting time because I had grown up with so many friends. I was always, um, for the lack of like, honestly, I was always the center of attention and <laughs> always like this outgoing kid with like a hundred friends. And then I moved and then wah, wah, wah. That wasn't really the case. And, um, ate lunch in the bathroom many, many <laughs> times by myself. Yes. And then got, uh, got into fitness and I'll, I'll, I'll save that story for anybody who reads my book because it's, it's going to take an entire podcast to mm. tell, but to make a long story short, uh, I've competed in over 26 fitness shows and started a fitness company in my early twenties when I really saw how the industry is going to evolve and the online space really started booming mm -hmm. and the experts sharing space really started booming. And, um, I was asked uh, to do a program launch, uh, a product launch with Google for experts, innovators. So this was in 2012, mm -hmm. uh, 2011, 2012, 2011, when I started my first company. And, um, I always had a knack for what's next, what's next, what's coming, what's going to be, and it's proven to be true over time. And I think it comes from my dad. My dad and I are very, very similar in mm. that way. And um, back then I said, we're going to have a huge online space. We're going to learn from each other in online space. The colleges are going to be not the main source of education. We're going to have everything online. The teacher's going to be right in front of you. And people told me I was crazy. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, this is crazy. And, you know, at that time I had already moved from Alaska, which is another story I'm not going to tell. And I was already living in Southern California, LA, San Diego. And I, and now seeing it 10 years later, what it's become, what it, what's happening and, and knowing that, you know, we were one of the first people who participated in like the avalanche of coaching um, with my teammates in fitness. It's, it's really cool to see the space. And now I don't feel quite so crazy because I really do see the trend. I really do see the projections and what I'm doing now with the identity coaching with, with, with the identity strategies, really helping every single one of us become a personal brand, become a, a voice of our gift and really the strategist for what's coming and what's next because the vibration also has changed of the entire uh -huh. globe and it's, you know, it's, it's happening and it's new and the robotics company is the same because I said, you know what, 15, 10, seven years from now, I, it depends on how fast the time is. Um, that's going to be the reality. So I've always not followed so much of the, the traditional structure because my gift has always been in seeing uh -huh. and really seeing the future and what it's, what it really can be and really just squeezing out the, the potential out of it. So that's, that's the story. That's how I ended up here. Yeah. Wow. And how did you, like, I listened to your story, but I know your fitness company was super successful. How did you decide to, you know, let go this uh, identity, this, you know, company, this brand that you built? It's such a fantastic question because I was silent and quiet for almost three years after that company. I, you, you wouldn't catch me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like I just, <laughs> after being, you know, after having, you know, thousands of people listening, thousands of people training, 
you know, for me, it was a relatively big company and, and a whole identity. So this is sort of the first times I'm really publicly sharing and speaking out. So the, if it's not a polished story, it will get better. (laughs) (laughs) Really for me, in all honesty, it was a realization after my book that I had been living in, that this business was a reflection of two things, a reflection of my trauma, Mm. which was really to be seen, which was to be heard, which had to do with, with my family, which had to do with my upbringing. And I, it didn't feel good to me to be in the company. That's not an expression of my gift, but rather an expression of my mess. And we all hear this in the online space. Your mess is your message. So we try to find a sappy story and we really try to tell it. And then we really try to cry. And then we're wondering why nobody is freaking connecting with us. Well, because that worked 10 years ago when the vibration of the earth was different. It works for different people when we're vibrating way too low and not in, in their gift and in their expression. So for me, I really started to understand that because I was doing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work. I think I had like seven coaches at the same time at some point because, (laughs) you know, the company was growing, the things were going really well. Um, and, and I just, I was sitting back and I was saying, you know what, this identity feels a little bit like a, uh, um, like a suit jacket that's too small and I get to take it off. I get to give myself the gift of, of really expanding and seeing what else is possible for me. And it was very challenging because I was at the top of, I was at the top of the fitness game. Um, I was at the top of the podcast game. Uh, We had just invested so much money and so much time into building the book, the funnels and all of that stuff. And there was absolutely no reason from the outside to Mm -hmm. really say, Oh, I need to leave right now. And, and it took an enormous amount of courage crazy hair, took an enormous amount of courage to, to really say, this is not for me. Yeah. So that was the first reason. And the second reason is because I had realized that health and fitness and our relationship with our body is our relationship to the things that have impacted who we are uh, in life as a personality, as a being, especially as a woman, because in an all women's company. So And a lot of the women that were coming to us, because I I talked about sustainability, I talked about uh, feeling sexy and looking Uh good. A lot of women who were coming to us had a lot of sexual trauma Mm. that had been unrealized and now was being, was being presenting itself in, in health and fitness kind of obsession. Um, They've dieted for a really, really, really long time and have tried everything. So at this point it was more of a functional medical analysis kind of case and i we had great programs and we had a great uh coaching staff and we had great education and i just didn't feel that i could continue standing for what i was standing for knowing that there's a much deeper issue mm. below the surface and my authentic self was like, you know what, we either, we either have another vertical where this is all where we, that we share with these women, or we just say that we really can't do this business. And I think if I would have stayed and if I would have really committed, I would have just done another vertical, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's, it's all, it's all a journey. I really, what I was, what I was sharing ended up attracting a certain kind of woman. And, and I just didn't feel good sharing that information with her anymore. So yeah. 
Awesome. And uh, yeah, that's so true. Like uh, what you shared at the beginning about, you know, building your business from your pain, uh, you know, and share, <laughs> have this uh, sad story and rock to riches. Like it was working 10 years ago, but right now, like we are in a different uh, consciousness, you know, at a different level of consciousness. And, uh, you know, if we look at human design, that's what I always say to my client. Like a lot of my clients build their businesses around their open centers that are actually the center where they are the more traumatized and the center where the ego is the loudest. But actually our gifts are in the defined centers. So when we build the business from the open centers, we don't have sustainable energy to actually, you know, deliver and sustain and receive and give. So it becomes like burnout, you know? You don't have the space to enjoy what you're building because you're constantly triggered. Yes. <laughs> right? I, uh, I'm a human being who loves intimacy. I love, I just had, I just had celebrated my 30th birthday mm. and the group was 12 people. And then some people trickled in and the masterminds we used to run were like a hundred people here and a thousand people there and this massive, you know, funnel over here. It's just like, it's not. So of course it was always like giving me the heebie jeebies because mm. I really didn't, my jam is intimacy. And I was trying to do all of these things, not to say that funnels are wrong, but I was trying to do mm -hmm. all of those things that were not my gift. And I just needed to put a person there that was their gift to really manage that. So it's, it's, it's so important to know who we are, how we do things, what we do, and to move through the journey of whatever, whatever we are here to unravel, to then step into the gift and to then work from that space. Yes. And it, it becomes such a, um, it becomes such a prominent thing when I work, um, when I end up partnering with people, I don't call it work, when I end up in a partnership with someone whether we do a photo shoot or a rebrand or we end up in a, in, in the identity strategy where everything doesn't fit anymore. The closet doesn't feel the same. The business doesn't feel the same. It just ends up being this really big awakening of what, what else is possible for me that it's, it's, it's really groundbreaking. And I love that journey for people. It's not always most comfortable. Yeah. Um, but but it's, it's really a gift. It's, it's the biggest gift to yourself. Yes. And so now after three years that you, you know, you kind of <laughs> stayed in your, in your cave. Now I know you have so many exciting projects and uh, so many exciting clients and companies you're helping. So tell us a little bit more about the work you do now with your clients. Oh, that's a, that's a good question too. And it, it feels interesting because I feel like I'm climbing out of a cave and I'm like, this was comfortable. <laughs> what else is there? Um, I think that time is really important for everyone to really marinate on what you want to do. And I think that um, I want to encourage everyone. I'll answer. I'll definitely answer your question. I want to encourage everyone. If your first business is not working, no matter how big or small it is to, to really take the time and to find it because I see so many uh, businesses are like these karmic journeys, right? Yeah. That you just are meant to go through and then calm down for a minute, figure out what you really want and then <laughs> step back. 
especially if you're in your Saturn return, uh, which is what happened with me. So the work that I'm doing now is really about two things. Um, it's really all about one thing. It's all about the expansion of the human potential mm. because I can't ignore what I know about our ascension journey. I can't ignore what I know about our vibrational frequency. I can't ignore what I know about the new earth as, as an outcome of all the spiritual journeys that I've been on, whether it was in Peru or in the Mayan jungle or traveling to Damanhur or studying or any teacher that's ever come across uh, that I've ever come across that uh, it's, it's really what it is. It's, it's, we're expanding, we're ascending. I don't know where we end, but I do know that that's the path. <laughs> like, yes. I am certain about one thing and the expression of that for me um, ends up being in, in two, three different avenues. One of them right now is really heavily focused on helping experts, authorities, global leaders really share their gift with, with their following, with the humanity, and really focus on how they influence the, the society and where we're going. And I think our industry is, and I'm talking about personal development, I'm talking about betterment or really coming back to ourselves. I think we've gone through a humongous growth process, a mm -hmm. humongous shift, and we're ready to, as an industry to also be a grown up and ready to be an adult. So one of the things that I noticed when I left um, and I went more into technology, I'll share more about that. Mm -hmm. If we go look at technology, at innovation, at education, at multitude of different industries where I was able to work and consult and kind of get my hands on because that's what I was doing for the last three years when I left the big brand, I just said, I'm just going to do all the things that I can, whatever's coming my way, responding and choosing. And I realized that our industry, the personal development industry, what actually is leading the way is the one that is struggling the most with self-expression mm. of how we're seen, uh, how, what we say in words, and really the quality of holding ourselves to a higher standard. Yeah. You're never going to find a VC with a selfie on LinkedIn. You are never going <laughs> to find an, an, a high-level educator with, you know, some party iPhone photo, though you look at you look at what we're doing in the space and that's the reality because that's the standard that's been set and we have to do what we have to do until we develop to a new level and i think we're really ready for a new level and um having been at the at the top of the game right with with the the, the top podcasters of the world the ones who pay attention to their brand and how they're seen and really painting the perception mm -hmm. are the ones that are at the top you are not going to find anybody at the top who doesn't have professional video, doesn't have professional photography, doesn't have a great website and doesn't have a well-edited podcast. And I think we've gone way too far into just do the first step. And it's like, okay, yes. And there's an elevation level that happens. Yes. So some of the work that I'm doing now has to do a lot with that. So I've been helping um, with a lot of rebrands, with a lot of professional photography and the way that we do our photography is through a whole team, right? There's like a stylist and a producer and this and that. <laughs> it's like a whole, it's a whole shebang. You know, <laughs> we drive you somewhere in the middle of the desert. We put you in a suit. <laughs> so, you know, and um, it's been a wonderful, it's been a wonderful journey, wonderful experience um, of, of really seeing how people shine. The other thing that I've been doing for the expansion and that's the, on the, on the, 
global humanity level is the robotics company. Mm. And that's something I've been working on for about a year. Um, still very much in research and development process, still very much in fundraising process. I spoke at some AI conferences last year about what's coming. I'm speaking again next week um, about innovation. And um, and it's been it's been a it's been a journey because it is drastically different from mm. how we do things in personal development. Um, one of the examples is I started a podcast last year. It's called The Sound of Light, and it's about innovation and what's coming and be on the pulse. I produced five episodes and stopped. Yeah. I I just stopped it in its tracks and I said this is not going to work here because check this out. Whoever wants to talk about innovation doesn't want to talk about innovation unless innovation is patented and out there. Mm. Tech people, not big on personality. No. (laughs) (laughs) And in order for me to tell a story, we have to invest over 150 hours into each episode. And fundamentally, if somebody doesn't want to talk about what they're creating because of the nature of speed yeah, uh, and innovation. And it's not an interesting content. It doesn't work. So I've been getting my, been getting um, some lessons from that industry for sure. And um, yeah, that's, that's the journey that I'm on. Wow. Amazing. So I, I looked at uh, your, latest uh, like a gtv where you shared about uh, you know how to really create uh, pictures and branding that stand out and you know highlight our authenticity and how we are different so would you like to share some of that i would love that i really would love that and that series is an outcome of you know i did so many brand audits i got so many dms and then I just, you know, I, in my, in the old lot of fashion, I just came out swinging and I was like, pink <laughs> brands suck, take coffee cups out of your pictures, <laughs> like, right? It just came out. And <laughs> some of my friends had called me, they're like, Zlata, you've been quiet for three years. I think you need to calm down. And I'm like, I'm not calming down. I have a lot to say. So uh, the IGTV is really the result of that. And they wanted to talk about the five keys that are really that are really important when it comes to creating brand photography that connects, that converts, and most importantly, makes you different because you are unique. You are you. No two people are the same. I don't have to say that on this podcast. No two people are the same. And no, no photography could be, or neither should be the same for everyone. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was the, that was the outcome of that, of that work. So I'm happy to walk you through all five of them. And then, um, let's see if you want to jump into any detail. How's that? Yes. Perfect. Okay. Very good. So the first thing that I see when it comes to photos that don't really connect or convert is the quality. Mm. And what ends up happening in our industry, what ends up happening with a lot of uh, coaches, whether they're new or they've been around for a while, it ends up being the picture from the party last night where I look cute. It ends up being something in my leggings because I really work from home and they're the most comfortable. And I understand I've worked (laughs) in the same space as you. I get it. Uh, I'm a legging. I used to be the legging offender. (laughs) So 
um, or it's something that we snapped a picture of a, in a in a selfie, and and this is what it is. And it works at a certain level, and it works if you're doing it intentionally. Mm -hmm. Though, when you're really stepping into the next level, and I really see this next level being like, I already make two hundred fifty thousand, five hundred thousand, where. This is not my, you know, I have to do a second website at this point because I'm growing. I have to do lead page content because I'm growing and I can't use stock photography, right? Yeah. So I see that lack of professional photography will halt you at a stop where you can't grow. And it's really interesting to assess whether this is something that you're listening to other people's advice of like, just do what you can. Okay, that works or if this is something where you're halting your growth because you don't want to be seen and you really don't want to put a stake in the ground. Mm -hmm. So professional photography to me is like, this is me. I've rooted myself in this industry. I'm really serious about what I'm doing and I've, I've, I'm committed. So that's the first thing is lack of professional photography um, and getting professional photography, I believe is the key to really a brand that, that yeah. does really well. Um, second thing that I think is extraordinarily important when it comes to, again, the professional photography, right. And the quality, because I realized like, how do you know what's good photo, what's not good mm -hmm. photo. And, and this is something that I also had had to learn. Like, I, I think everybody here, um, should know that I didn't just like come out in a photography family where everything was super clear. <laughs> uh, like, you know, like, this is how you do this. Um, the second thing that's really important in your professional photography is light mm. and how well, um, how well your photos are lit. Do you have any shadows in the photos? And when you're really looking at a professional photographer, look for one thing. And this one thing is, is can I see your eyes? Mm. No matter how the photo, where the photo is, whether it's underground or by the Brooklyn bridge or on top of you know a place hiking can i see the color of your eyes and can i really connect with you because uh, in this in the space we say the eyes are the windows to the soul yeah in great photography how you know that something is really well lit is no matter how far how close unless it's like super artistic um can i see your eyes and um i think that's an important factor when we're choosing a photographer because a bunch of them out there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then um, third thing, third thing that d really defines the photo, and it goes into the photography. It goes into the photographer realm is style. Mm. And um, I think what happens when we get professional photography, we want a photographer to do magic, is if we don't realize that they're not responsible for your style. Yeah. They're not responsible for anything other than taking a photo. And they're sort of doing you a favor when they're doing all of these other things. Because when we look at professional production, you have a creative director who really helps you understand what the idea is, what the expression is. Look at every high fashion brand out there. They have a creative director and he sort of becomes the, the muse of yes. the brand. So we have a creative director, we have a production person who is making sure that all logistics is taken care of, all the locations are done. We have a stylist who's making sure that you look good. We have a production assistant who is helping do everything and anything. We have a human who is responsible for light. We have a human who is responsible for makeup. We have a human who is responsible for all the other things that 
we have dropped the ball on and you know they have another title so now we have seven people who are there producing a photo shoot who are there producing your expression so when we want a photographer to do all of those things it's not gonna turn out good no <laughs> <laughs> you know photographer is there in charge of light <laughs> like, mm. literally like the photographer is the person who captures the human being and they're in charge of light that's what they're in charge of they're in charge of taking a really good photo so and um you know i know that i kind of went off on my tangent here when i was talking about style but i think it's really important is because we look at you know we look at their brand photos and we go this doesn't look or feel like me yeah it's not styled like me it, the, the you know like the, i'm not connecting and partially it's because there's just no team and maybe i should put that as a sixth key exactly. on my little on my little list here so we're just gonna we're gonna have a little bookmark here so hire the right team is all i really got to say and in you know how it happens in personal development right it's just like there's this one photographer with this one camera and this is yeah. what you get. <laughs> and everyone is using the same and every picture looks the same and i'm like yeah Yep. No. Yep. 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 <laughs> so the third thing w that will differentiate your photo is really the style. Mm. And the way that the style typically happens is we go to the store, we pick something up the night before, we throw it on, it doesn't feel like us, and it hangs on the closet, and we never wear it again. And it's something sequined, something pink, something fancy, right? There's <laughs> no rhyme or reason for what you wore and why you wore it. Does it feel authentically like you? Because does it express your emotion? Does it empower your client to say yes? And your style is yes, a reflection of you. And at the same time, it's a reflection of how you want your brand to feel mm. and what you want to share with the human who's on yes. the other side. So what I see a lot in the personal space and, and um, there's a lot of crop tops because there's, there's a lot of young, amazing, talented experts because lots of souls are waking up. And we have crop tops wanting to connect with yes. a woman who is in, who is in corporate America, who really wants to live this feminine, beautiful life and her authentic expression of her being. She's not going to connect with a crop top. You really got to think about that. She's going to connect with something or someone different because her unconscious mind is making that decision yes. to connect with you, not her conscious being. So when we're working on both planes, yes, you might be able, it might be meant to work together in the vibrational alignment. I get all the jazz, you guys. But at the same time, we are working on the ego self level here uh -huh. too. So it's important that your style embodies what you want them to feel and what you want to attract. Yes. Versus how, of course it has to look good. Of course it has to fit. Of course it has to do all these things. So um, I'm actually thinking of hosting a whole separate webinar on style. <laughs> I have a webinar coming up next week. And I think there's going to be a whole 45 minute section on this. So the fourth key uh, that is, that is so important when it comes to connecting and differentiating is location. Uh. And a lot of the times this and stuff ends up looking and feeling the same, excuse me, is because it's shot in coffee shops. It's shot on the street. It's shot against the brick wall. But then I urge you to really think about how does that make your prospect ideal client feel? If you're talking about elevating your lifestyle, mm -hmm. why are you standing against a brick wall? Yeah. If you're talking about your authentic expression, why are you on a laptop in a coffee shop? 
if you are it right it it you start to think you you step back and you think about the intent mm. what is the intent of this location what is the intent of how i look what is the intent of how i'm lit what is the intent of my team what is the intent of the quality of what i'm producing here and if the intent is i'm the global leader i'm here to impact people i'm here to teach i'm here to share all of this after this podcast you're going to go yeah we got to work work on all of that yeah <laughs> because yeah because the fifth key and this is the magic to the madness this is like uh this is like the magic ingredient you know i'm going to do like the the sprinkle whoever's not watching me on <laughs> if you're driving in your car and you're wondering there's hand gestures happening right now, is um the fifth key is capturing your unique essence mm. and that's the magic of of the team i'm going to take that bookmark and put it here that's the magic of the team who can make you feel good on the day of set who can make yeah. you feel like your authentic self who can really be there walk you through talk you through understand where you're coming from and somebody who really knows your brand and is leading a creative direction of how you're showing up hmm. so you can be in your essence whatever that essence is and ever, and and i think everybody understands on a podcast exactly what essence means yes <laughs> <laughs> and we have all struggled to really show it on social though we're on instagram we have websites we have landing pages we have lead pages and if your essence is not captured then you know the 94% of the communication that's nonverbal yes. that's also not captured so if you're serious about what you're doing if you're ready for the next level and you know a lot of the times we're saying if you're ready to play big you're done playing small then it's time to come out swinging and hire the right people hire the right team do the right thing like you know what the next step is now yes <laughs> so so that's my urge for everyone and that's why i was talking about the five keys whether you do it with us whether you do it with someone else whether you do it yourself these are the things that we got to see in the space if we all want to grow up and we all collectively want to make that shift mhm mm totally so. and uh, like i have a personal question quote unquote like uh, i i feel that you know my identity as entrepreneur a woman and manifesting generator keep changing So ideally I would need like new picture every two months or three months. Like the picture I took four months ago, I'm like, I'm not like, they are not me anymore. Like the one we talk about also with the coffee, you know? And so how do you, how would you suggest to manage, you know, this, like doing photo shoots every three months or having something? That's a really... Mm. This is a really good question. I love that you asked me this question because it's such a it's so true. Right? It's so true. We take the photos and the next week we look we're like I really grew out out of that. Especially if you're yeah. a soul who is constantly evolving and you're doing the work and you you know you had a you had a repattern yesterday and today you're a new person. Exactly. <laughs> I love this. I talked about this in the IG video series. I talk about styling, dressing, expressing, showing up as your future self. Mm. Your future leader self. In 3 months, in 6 months, in a year, what's she going to look and what's she going to feel like? 
And that's when we go, okay, that's when a suit starts to feel nice because you know that you're going to be speaking. That's when something a little bit more uh, glamorous starts to feel a little bit better because you're like, oh, future me would wear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and honestly, if the work, if the identity work is done right, and you've brought out the authentic pieces with, with, with someone who can really bring out the best in you and really do the exploration process. That's why when I do the identity coaching, it's like a six month process, right? Like from what did you want to be when you grow up to what are you doing every morning? Because you're really bringing out the authentic pieces of yourself that are ready to be seen right now. And that's what we shoot. That's why the photography looks really good six, eight months from there. So I think if you're doing a photo shoot um, and you don't have the, the, the exploratory process of the mm -hmm. innovation strategy of self, then shoot your future self. Okay. If you can go through the process of your innovative self and then you, and then you can shoot, they're going to be timeless. Ideally, ideally you're, you don't grow out of your photos and ideally that the photos that you take, you know, they're good when you want to put them on a wall. Mm. So if you're looking at your photography and you're going, okay, that's good for a lead page. We all know that. But this one, oh my God, that's me. This is so me. I did a, I did a photo shoot uh, two weeks ago uh, with my team in New York. And there's New York streets and what I'm wearing and how it's lit and it's Soho, it's beautiful. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to frame that. This is <laughs> great, right? So that's how they get to feel. So every six months is a good amount of time okay. for, for content. Uh, between 50 to 75 photos is ideal out of a okay. photo shoot. I always suggest to do uh, four looks if you can. Mm -hmm. I realize it's it's a lot it's a lot of work. Um, yeah, I think that's that's really the most ideal structure that we found. We shoot clients every six months. And uh, in terms of location, do you suggest having four different locations based on the style, or no? It doesn't matter. You know, it, it really is such an individual thing because you also look at usage, right? Because we are shooting brand photos for future self, but we're also shooting them as a revenue gen. So if you have a book coming out, you need studio shots. So that's going to mm. be one location. So it really depends. And if you find a killer location somewhere, then you only need one, right? Like we're shooting in LA uh, two weeks from now and it's this ridiculous house with like back house, front house, pool house, this house. <laughs> <laughs> that's just one location, right? But you're getting a bunch of different looks. So when you're choosing your location, figure out how versatile is this place and how many, how many, how many looks can I capture here? Mm. I know like uh, that you have done the, the, all the picture for Caitlin. Yes. And you know, fun. yeah, I love her. And yeah, like the style that she embodies in this picture is like, amazing <laughs> we went from we went from very um very beautiful boho very beautiful and also kind of like minimal tulum boho to a full production for looks at a versace mansion so yes. it was a different level of it was a different game and i'm i'm really excited for everything that's coming for her because she has a book coming out and all this really good stuff so yeah hmm. awesome so um, what projects do you have uh, coming up for your future, for your yeah, future self? <laughs> My future self. 
<laughs> my future self has built a robotics company. <laughs> I am, I'm really excited about what I'm doing right now. And it's equal parts. My technology self is satisfied with the robotics company. Like I said, I'm speaking um, in March. There's a lot of really interesting stuff happening over the year we're raising funding mm. and we're raising a substantial amount of funding so anybody who's ever worked in technology hardware we're raising we need seven seven to ten million to start and you know it's a hundred million total so that's you know that's a number that makes me yeah. gasp at times but i'm realizing it's it, everything is very much the same of aligning to frequency allowing mm -hmm. really stepping in really that future self is is very excited for that and um i'm excited for everything that's coming up in march for us we're still booking the last spots for the photo shoots in la for the end of march um i'm creatively full i'm so not mm. full full but my soul is very full very exciting um i get to satisfy the feminine the masculine mm. so lots of podcasts yeah. lately <laughs> which you know after having a podcast for so long and not being on a pod for so long you're like oh my god do i still got it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's 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 been wonderful really has been amazing mm. and are you i know you had this super successful podcast with millions of you know downloads are you planning to have a new podcast or i have been feeling into what that can be and would be. And the only thing that really feels good to me is to have a podcast about everything. <laughs> Because <laughs> podcast about everything, global leadership, shaping the future, whether it's technology or impact, or I mean, I'm a huge advocacy for water, for, for plastic as a whole thing. You know, it's, it's, It, that would only be, that would be what I would be excited in mm. doing. And um, very, very much could be because I've really been having a lot of fun with the, with the content and um, we will see. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. And uh, how do you see, or where do you see since you, you know, see the future? How do you see, because I feel that, uh, as you said at the beginning, a lot of time we are like in this bubble of personal development, Instagram, Facebook, you know, we are, we are all seeing each other. And how do you see this industry coming out uh, and going also into the quote unquote real world? Oh, I love this question. Um, I think we're going to get a lot more technologically advanced. Mm. I think we're going to be leveraging the power of AI in a really big way mm. because we have all been there where we've regurgitated the same thing from our own content a hundred times. Yes. Imagine having an AI being able to say the things that you wish you could have said with a client if you were there in the same container every moment of every day. Mm. So I think we'll have, we'll leverage a lot of that, uh, cutting edge tech. I think in general, there's going to be a lot, it's going to be a lot more accessible, a lot more um, appreciated and mm. a lot more mainstream. I love what I've seen in the last 10 years with um, Talkspace, which is a therapy app. I love what's happened with CoStar and astrology. Mm. I love what's happened with, with just the acceptance of having a coach and the pride 
in having someone help you versus the old mindset of I got this and yeah. let's do it the hard way. So I think Gen Z is the generation that's really coming into the workforce right now. And they're going to make, uh, they're going to make it a lot more, a lot more open and available even to management. So I think work, work split, uh, workspaces are going to shift because of that. Personal life is going to shift because of that, because you're going to be able to have an AI there help you. Um, and I think we're going to be a lot more celebrated as thought leaders. Mm. Um, and I really look forward to that. Yeah. Love it. Thank you. So where can we find you, connect with you, know more about you? <laughs> know more about me? Everything is on ZlataSSX.com mm. or every handle is at ZlataSSX, Z-L-A-T-A-S-S-X. I feel like <laughs> it needs to be a song. <laughs> so Yes, I have a lot of content coming out on Instagram, which has been the primary mm. uh, vehicle for expression. There might or might not be a podcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's, it's exciting. It's really fun. I would love to connect with humans. Always write me a DM. I respond and I don't hide from people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, so much for this conversation. I really, really loved it. Thank you for giving us your tips and your time and um, you know what if you guys want to connect with Slata follow her on Instagram she has such amazing pictures and such amazing content <laughs> thank you so much for having me bye